As we all know today, uh, we are starting our Advent season. What a good way of starting Advent by looking at one of the important characters of the Nativity story, who is Mary. Um, a quick few facts about her. She's the mother of Jesus. She was engaged to a man named Joseph. Um, we don't know, the Bible doesn't say much about how, about her appearance. We don't know much about her early life and her late life. Um, what else can we say about her? Um, she appears in the book of Luke in chapter 1 and chapter 2, you know, in this story. And then in chapter 2, when they went to present Jesus in the temple, uh, and then when they lost Jesus. And after chapter 2, she disappeared from the Maryland, I mean from the gospel, to reappear in the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 4. The interesting thing about this is she's present at the beginning of the ministry of Jesus because she gave birth to Jesus, and she's also present at the beginning of Christianity in the book of Acts, because she was together with the disciples when they were waiting for the Holy Spirit. Which means she might have, her story can teach us a lot of things than just her being a mother of Jesus. Because she showed up at the beginning of two important events. So this morning we are going to look at this story and my prayer is that we can be able to see what this story can teach us about our Christian life. Most of the times we get stuck with the knowledge that we got about these biblical characters, especially in children's school time, where we all know that Mary was just the mother of Jesus. But as you know, the reason why we have these characters in the Bible, it is not... It is not just to know about their lives, but also to learn about their experience with God. Because one of the things which connect us to them is that they serve the same God that we are serving. So by learning and reading their stories, we can learn one or two things about the God that we serve. Let us pray. Dear God, we bless your name and we say thank you. For being with us again this morning. I pray for your word. I pray that God you use me as an instrument to share what you've given me and we pray that you let this word to be uh, a seed in our hearts that will change and shift our Christian life. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Um, Let's go to verse 26 to verse 27. I'm just going to make you a quick read through. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by, by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph. I want you to keep in mind that she was engaged and her name was Mary. Verse 28 said, and he came to her and said, greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. 
29, but she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greetings this might be. And then 30, the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you found favor with God. Of course, the angel went on to make a good pitch about um, the plan that God had for her. And um, the angel was able to convince Mary eventually. But I'm very interested about two words that Luke used here. Greetings, favored one. And then in verse 30, the angel said, you found favor with God. If you look at Luke chapter 1, if you like movies, we can say um, it is splitted into three scenes. The first scene happens is about the uh, annunciation of the birth of John the Baptist. It goes from verse 1 to verse 25. Mary is not in the story. And then from, from verse 26 to uh, 38, Mary comes in into the story. Again, we have the angel Gabriel. And then in scene three, we have these two ladies, Elizabeth and Mary, they come together. These two ladies, let's say these two women, they have one thing in common is that they both found favor before God. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. For Elizabeth, she was old, she'd been married for a long time, and she was barren. For Mary, she was young, engaged, and a virgin. Technically, both of these two women, they didn't qualify for motherhood. Because when the grace came upon Elizabeth, it came to uplift the disgrace, as you can see in the hymn that she said, she, yeah, she said later on. When you found favor with God, he, that favor qualifies you for things that the society or the community would have disqualified you for. That's where we need to find favor before God, the grace of God. The grace of God, the favor of God, the grace of God, it is that divine provision that helps us to achieve things that we cannot achieve with our human abilities, things that we can't achieve with uh, uh, our education, our, our, our social status, those things that uh, goes beyond that. The favor of God can help you to fulfill that. No wonder the angel will tell Mary again, for nothing is impossible with God. So as we are going through this story this morning, I want you to think about something that you thought it is impossible for you to achieve. And let me tell you that if you find favor before God, you can be able to achieve that. Now, I want to be very careful. They found favor before God, but it didn't have the same effect in them. As we saw for Elizabeth, it removed the disgrace that she had. But for Mary, 
the favor of God came with trouble. You know, I want you to look at how the year has been. You know, sometimes we think because we are going through hardship, God is not with us. That's not the case. I want you to think for a second. The angel came and told her that she's favored. In verse 31, um, angel Gabriel gave this good pitch. And in verse 34, Mary said to the angel, I'm going to read, how can this be since I am a virgin? If you have a chance to read the text in Greek, uh, she said, I haven't known any man. In order for you to understand the context of these three verses, you have to look at 35. Because after the angel had explained exactly what had happened, Mary realized that Joseph was not part of this plan, of this baby coming. So that's why she had to ask the angels like, okay, what's the plan? Most of the time we read this story very quickly. And I want us to pause for a second and think about this. I want us to think about how the conversation between Joseph and Mary went. Because she had to tell Joseph and say, trust me, I'm pregnant. But I didn't cheat on you. Luke doesn't talk about that. But if you read this story in Matthew, I'm pretty sure Joseph didn't buy this story either. That's why he was like, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to cancel these things in secret because I love you. Sometimes when God favored you by giving you an idea, a project, it may make you look like Nobody will understand you. Because Mary had to convince Joseph about it. And I'm pretty sure she failed. No wonder God had to send an angel to Joseph and say, don't do that. I want us to think if God has favored you with a project, with a mission, with a goal, with something to achieve, and you've been scared because you know that if you bring it out, everybody will think that you've gone mad. And this was not easy for Mary either. But you know, the good thing about having favor with God is he will take care to convince other people. You don't have to convince anybody. The good thing about finding favor with God is that even when struggles and challenges arises, he will stand to defend you. Because as we can see here, God has to come in and to convince Joseph, Mary didn't have to do anything. And the story gets even interesting because he who was said to be favored, where did, he, uh, did she give birth? The place. As if that, that was not enough, even when the baby was born, 
she had to run away with the child to Egypt to save the children. I mean the child. What does this tell us? Simply because you've been going through one challenge after another, after another, after another, it doesn't mean that God is not with you. As a matter of fact, the fact that you've been surviving one challenge after another, after another, after another is a clear sign that God has been with you. So let it be also an encouragement to us this morning. You know, sometimes God does not take the challenges away from our path, but he gives us that strength to walk through it. So as we are thinking about Advent, as we are thinking about Mary, I want us to remember that. It's not because you've been favored by God that you will not face challenges. And even when challenges arises, they will not crush you because the God who has favored you, with whom you found favor, will protect you and will guide you. I want us to remember that the favor of God is the only thing that can help us achieve things which goes beyond our ability. In case you had given up in a project, whether it's a business project, whether it's anything, I want to encourage you this week to seek the favor of God. Because if you find favor with God, trust me, nothing is impossible. And lastly, I want us to remember that not only just to remember, I want us to look through how the year has been and what God has helped us to go through and make it through. It may just be a sign that you've been favored by God. Now, in conclusion, there is something very interesting that Mary said, verse 38. Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. For the favor of God to work effectively in our lives, we need to be able to surrender. Mary didn't know what she was signing up for. And yet she said, let it be with me as you've said. Sometimes God wants us to surrender things, projects, our families, our plans to him that way. Because that's sure that we trust him. And he can take care of us.